So I just I just start recording now. I don't know if you can hear me properly, but you was talking crazy. So let's just stop the crazy. Talk it didn't even right. let me. It ain't even giving me my uh, ask me my permission for you to record. Nah, me. you have no permission. If you want to, if you want to <laughs> leave, you could leave. It's all good. You ain't gotta stay <laughs> That's up. Nobody trying to. You know what I mean? Go ahead, just quit, exit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm out. Yeah. So we got um, episode twenty one of the VV podcast. It's your boy Young Bill. I'm here with Jesus Negro, Casper. Tyreek Green. You already know. You, you already know. You, you already mean? know. They I'm already here. know. I'm, 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 <laughs> they already know I don't got to introduce you, right? They don't know at all. <laughs> um, I'm here dolo without my co-host, but it's all good. It's all right. You know what I mean? We're going to carry this no matter what. Um, Tyreek is a, you know, he's a special. I say everybody's special guest. It's every episode. I don't feel too special. But he's a special guest for multiple reasons. But one being that he's the first guest of 2022. We haven't had a guest yet so far. So congratulations. Now that it's an honor for you. You know what I mean? You should be honored to be on the podcast in 2022. <laughs> Definitely an honor to be on this shit, man. Uh, so I'm honored just... to have you, my guy. Um, not only is Tyreek my friend, he's a educator, he's a poet, he's an author, he's a rapper, he's a black dad. Um, he's a brother, he's a friend, he's a son. Um, nigga cares about everything, but he cares about nothing about himself too at the same time. Um, very interested in black, black liberation, but also interested in niggas liberating themselves and X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be. Um, I let him speak on some deep stuff by himself, but we got Tyreek right here. I didn't, right. I, I didn't ask me for a bio. You you really came Ooh, up with round that. of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. This nigga really know me. <laughs> so for the most part, bro, I just want you to drive the conversation. I ain't really trying to um, you know, dictate where you go too much. Um, I'm gonna ask you before, right? Dictate. <laughs> I'm a uh, <laughs> Anyway, bro, I'm going to ask you a few things, you know what I mean? And you just take the conversation anywhere you go. Um, the whole point of this pod is to um, put a spotlight on people who doing shit, whatever that shit may be. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty good. pretty much the goal of what we're doing right now today. So first of all, um, I want to talk to you about one of the things I mentioned is that you're a Black poet, right? So first of all, first and foremost, how you get into that soft shit? How you get into poetry? Um, what happened? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's not, actually a good question. Nobody ever asked me that question how I get into poetry. Yeah, and it's actually not soft shit. I'm actually just talking shit because that's how people view it. But so let's talk about how you got into that. <laughs> yeah, nah, that, that's real. Like when I was in high school, there was a class called Power Writing. Power um, Writing? Yeah, Power Writing. You feel like you're a powerful uh, writer? Yeah. I'm very, I'm very cocky when it comes to writing. Like right. that's yeah, I'm very cocky when it comes. To, I just I'm you know, I'm a Capricorn, so I already know it's like I don't do it enough. But you know, when I do it, I'm that. But nonetheless, yeah, I was in a poetry class called Power Writing. Joe uh Roland and Amy, they were the teachers. They were like kind of teachers. Well, Joe was a teacher, Roland and Amy, they were just like kind of, I guess white people with money and shout out time. Joe Roland and Amy with the white money yeah. and time. Yeah. White people with money and time that dedicated themselves to like teaching us radically. So we learned poetry. We learned a whole bunch of other stuff. I picked it up. I ran with it. My man's Ron, Ron Jay, who's an amazing poet. Um, that, That's Bonafide Rojas or that's somebody oh, else. No. Bonafide um, is an OG poet too. See, my fault for even saying calling people's name. I, I, that's how you know I used to show mention yeah. niggas' name, bro. My fault. Thanks. <laughs> Bonafide is the OG. It's crazy. We was we was just tweeting each other. Um, oh. but Ronald, Ronald or Ron J. Black Ron, 
Um, he's a poet from the Bronx, amazing poet. And uh, he was in the class too. And he's older, so he put me under the wing and taught me slam poetry, which is different from just writing poetry. Slam is competition. Facts. Uh, so we started getting a competition, um, got decent at it. Um, and then by the time where I was like, really about to get good, um, I started, I went, I went away to college and mm. then, you know, fuck y'all. I wasn't writing poems to impress y'all. So I said, yeah, hey, fuck I, it. I, I met you there writing poetry, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Cool. Yeah, I was still writing poetry in college a yeah. little bit. Um, came out with a couple books. Yeah. Of course, um, got some poems. And then right now, um, I'm like doing this thing for Black History Month where I'm writing 14 free rights, mailing them to people. You feel me? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's the first joint. That's the first book of poetry yeah. he dropped. I feel like yeah. my screen is flipped right now. Is it not? I don't know. Nah, um, nah. It's cool. Yeah. And then I did a joint before that, uh, um, before I went to college. It was a chat book. It was called a chat. A what book? book? A chat book. It's basically just a book that you put together yourself. Okay. Yeah. Called superheroes and action figures. Copy. That shit came out. That shit was cool. But then the book did better. And you know what I'm saying? Now we here. I'm a teacher now. It's crazy because you you answering questions I was gonna ask you. Now like you know what I mean. I can't even be a moderator no more. But I did tell you to talk. How you, I did tell you to talk your talk. So it's fine. You know what I mean. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. My bad. I'm messing it yeah. up. My bad. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so you were inspired by that class. So do you have any, because you talked about OG poet just now. So do you have any inspirations? I always ask people about who inspires them because I feel like a lot of people like me be trying to front like nobody inspired them or they just move how they move. But everybody inspires somebody, you feel me? Oh, no, facts. I'm going to be honest and say like there's a lot of poets that I used to like listen to mm -hmm. um, a lot like heavy, like which you would listen to any other thing. Like, I'm Ron is my man's, but I'm gonna keep it a stack, man. That's my favorite poet. Nice. That's been my favorite poet. So it's just been an honor to be able to, like, be a friend you know, of really, Yeah, be cool with somebody who is, like, really, really talented on that kind of level. Um, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, beyond him, a couple more shout outs, Bonafide, of course, extreme mm -hmm. uh, inspiration. He, he got the Puerto Rican, Bronx element to it. Um, I used to listen to this poet named Cassett a lot. What? Cassett? Yeah, he's okay. really good. Um, Be Young, and then uh, Jasmine Mez, Zora Howard, and then I guess the, the poet that I was around a, a lot that I really was like a fan of, even though I was around him, this poet named C's Live. C's like Caesar? Like C, yeah, C's like Mm. C's like little C's, C's live. Mm. It's be like, and these are people I was hanging around, you know what I'm saying? So it was crazy. It was like a double, a double kind of thing going on. You like, yo, I know you, but also you're doing something that's like different. Nice. You know nice. So you know how niggas talk about top fives around. Do you have like a top five group of poets or you just named all of them already? So that all makes sense. Yeah, I probably named them. I don't mm -hmm. really listen to poetry like that no more. I only listen to Ron. So Ron, 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 Ron. And then if Cliff drop a poem, then he number five. Then. Okay. Cliff knows. If he drop a poem, then he be number five. Shout, shout Who is Ron? 
Shout out okay. Ron, man. Supreme on the way too. Like I, I, you know what I'm saying? These ain't shameless plugs. That's my man. Nah, plug, plug, bro. I just in time. I'm telling you, bro. Bro got fire, man. Like okay. I don't, I, can, I don't got the ear for poetry, spoken word like that no more. So it's like mm-hmm. the shit that he do is, it's very entertaining, man. So, um, like, what impact did that have on you personally? You feel like, aside from whether or not you were praised by it for it or like made fun of for it, like, did that change who you were because you're expressing yourself in a different way, whatever it may be, like being a, a, a young man, black man, X, Y, and Z, writing words down on a piece of paper, or is it more so just about the journey it had nothing to do with anything like that? I, I feel like overall it was a, a positive experience. Like, I really, uh, I really recommend like anybody like. Yo, you think you can't write, you can write. You just got to sit down and write and you write. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it makes you feel a certain type of way. Like once you get it out, you get it on the paper. Like even if you you think you're the type of person, cause I used to feel like I was that type of person who like, what is this going to do? Yeah. But I'm telling you that when I kind of like stopped doing it a little bit, mm-hmm. I felt like a, a, rush, a rush of emotions and I felt it in a way that felt like it was delayed. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I I'm, I was doing something that was helping me deal with these emotions that were already there. Like, they didn't feel like new emotions. They just felt like, what the fuck do I do with this yeah, shit? Yeah, because it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can, I can see what you're saying because it's like, anytime you have an outlet in life that's different than what the normal day-to-day is, you know what I mean? Then you kind of have a way to challenge your, challenge your emotions or whatever it may be. And then when you stop doing that, yeah. you're kind of like, what do I do now? Or what's going on? How am I processing this? Yeah. And the way and the way it was set up too, like it wasn't like how you like, oh, it's different from the norm. Like I was in the community of everybody was doing it. Mm. So people who wasn't doing it was not the norm to me. Mm. So that's why like for me, like when I went on the way to college, got to meet y'all. Y'all, y'all had different interests. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was cool for me to see it. Like I would be so interested, like even just going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was like you wrote poetry. You might have did a little yoga or something. And then you went to a slam. And it's mm-hmm. like, y'all was going to the gym playing ball. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't doing that, like, for mm-hmm. years, four mm-hmm. years. Because I was in a community of people that was literally only doing mm-hmm. just one thing, just trying to get better at poetry. Copy. Yeah. So how did this come about? How did Dawn come about? Like what made you say you? I'm gonna write. I'm gonna put a book. Like I'm gonna monetize this. Show. I'm gonna take everybody's money now because yeah, everybody yeah. think I'm nice. So, but and I'm not gonna lie. I haven't read this since like 2014, 2015. Um. Yeah. So when you talking about this, so I want to know like, is there a general theme behind it, or is it just you capturing different elements of poems you did that you thought was fire, and that you could style them in a different way? Um. The. Well, what what ended up making it happen was my homegirl AJ. Shout out AJ. Too as well. Yeah, she um she ended up bossing up and started a publishing company and gave me the opportunity. So I don't want to cap like like somebody was like this dude is a great amazing writer. <laughs> like it was straight nepotism. You feel me? <laughs> but you know I had to sell books at the same. Nah, time. but don't so, front. You actually, but yeah. you actually had your shit featured in publications. Yeah, yeah. That way, yeah, I had a lot of people. I had a lot of people that like you know what I'm saying that helped um, me promote promote the book. But it wasn't because they was my homies. Like they knew I was a good writer. They see hmm. whatever edit, but. Uh, the inspiration of it really came from um, 
both of my grandparents died like a couple months from each other and i had like straight relationships with both of them and okay. um they were they were your mom's parents or nah well my mom's mother and my dad's mother okay and my mom's mother died last so we went down to the funeral we in we down south and like i'm sitting in the hotel room you didn't have a cornbread huh no, I said y'all was eating hello cornbread and collard greens and shit, but go ahead, go ahead. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, nah, we was we I, I I'm gonna tell you that story later, but I'll tell you we was eating, it was crazy. And you gonna whatever. Um it was putting yeah, sugar yeah. in the collard greens. Was the, those are the things that's putting sugar in the greens or not? Nah, bro, oh, Frank okay. and beans, man. Frank oh. and beans. I don't so know anything about Frank. Yeah, but go ahead. Exactly, dog. I was I was looking at grandma, what the fuck is this, man? Is this? How you gonna tell her down her fruit roll? What you mean? <laughs> yo, but yeah, like I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, yo, I need to write about like my my family and like shit, get shit off the chest, speak about it. That's basically what I did. Like even the poems that ain't about personal things is about personal things. Nah, you just bro, don't you, know. You were saying shit about niggas opening fire hydrants with their teeth, yeah. you know, bloody and. Yeah, that that's that that happened. That's not no, that did not actually <laughs> happen. Uh, don't break the fourth wall here, bro. <laughs> now look, it's the, it's just the image of like ghetto shit happening. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I had a uh, I wrote a poem once, and like I'm still kind of like trying to get it published. It's bad. It's a good poem, in my opinion. In my opinion, because it's a real story, and I think like. You know, a lot of people want extra shit and it's not going to be extra. But anyway, the one day I, I volunteered at this. Uh, what would you call it? A soup kitchen. An urban garden. Oh, OK. Yeah, like it, you, mad earthy, you some earthy hippie like black nigga, bro. Ah, I, this is Joe, Roller, and Amy. They made me do it. They made us go. She's like on a trip like we all went and shit. And we went there, we pulled up and come to find out they got the info from this other girls in the group. Um, So I didn't know why we was there. As soon as we get there, the lady is like, thank you all for coming. We appreciate it. We need all the help we can get. She tells the story. A crackhead broke in the garden. Like stole hella tools, took a shit hella different areas, and then left. So we in there cleaning up after this nigga shit and like trying to fix some plants and all of that. So I wrote a poem and it's from three different viewpoints. Mm. It's from the lady telling the story, the news telling the story, and the police report mm. from, from three mm. different angles. Mm-hmm. And it's like she the one that's the victim but she the one that's like kind of humanizing it the most yeah 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 and as you go further and further the news is sensationalizing it yeah and, and the police the, is criminalizing police it. i won't even go as far as say criminalizing they just factoiding it mm. to where there's there's no there's no explanation of who he is what it is this lady is like doc he clearly crazy like it's it's fruits over here, mm-hmm. and it seemed like he just laid down on the on the like the flower bed. Mm. He ain't eat shit, he just shit it. He took a two, like a couple twos in here and there, and then climbed over. He's on video. So she's just like he foolish. Like mm-hmm. she's not even tripping. So I'll be wild if I actually just spit that right now or no? 
Uh, uh, yeah, you be wildin'. Okay. Because I'm trying to get that published somewhere, but I so, might end up just publishing myself. So we but get that's no... also not a poem. That's not a spoken word poem. Like I have. Oh, that's just a written. Word. Mm, that's a yeah, different. Yeah, that's a paper. That's yeah. different. I get that. I can see that. Mm. All right, yeah, so some shit. So um, you know what I mean. I guess you know your wordsmith, obviously. Um. One of the elements of hip hop is being an MC that involves wordsmithing to some degree. So naturally, you was rapping and shit when I met you in college too. How did that come about? <laughs> and where you decide, I'm gonna put this on wax. I'm gonna spit. I'm gonna rap. Yeah, man. I was always rapping. I was rappable for poetry. For mm-hmm. real. Like, okay. I always wanted to do it. Like I, I find rap and rhyming shit to be easy. Mm-hmm. But then it's so many other things that come with it too. So it's like. It's just interesting to me. It's like, it's a fun little puzzle. I don't get too deep into it. Cause it's like, you know, you gotta have a sound. You gotta look a certain type of way. You gotta do a lot of other things that commercialize it. Like I don't really care. Yeah. Because it's like, a game. you're doing it for the fun of the art. Like I'm playing this joint right now. Yeah. Okay. Although it would be very dope if somebody would like, you know what I'm saying? Boom. But like, I'm like 30, about to be 30. Like, ain't nobody trying to lift my what, what that what, what that mean? Killables, killables, killables. What that mean? That don't mean nothing. So what, what being 30 got to do ain't doing nothing. That got nothing to do with Killables. <laughs> Minimal. <laughs> Minimal spirituals. Yeah, like, bro, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. You, you could do that, yeah. but who cares? Like, what they, what being 30 got ain't to do with anything, bro. I need, you know what I'm going to do? What? Drilling. That's what I'm going to do. Right, Drill me. Drill me, nigga. bro. You can do that. You can do that. This Bronx Joe, you in the Bronx right now? The Bronx Joe scene is nice, bro. Like you can get some nice soulful beats and and do your syllables, syllables, syllables. Word to everything. Me and Cliff almost started drill, and we didn't even know it. <laughs> real shit. And real shit. When he watches, he gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Real life ratchet, nigga. Real life ratchet. That's the song. We, we almost started drill, and we okay. we not tough at all, nigga. So don't. So y'all stop. Okay. That's interesting. Nah, we, wasn't de- we weren't dissing dead people, but we was definitely <laughs> killing a lot of people at one time in the rap, in the song. A lot so of people. I wasn't dissing dead people. That's a real drill element, though. If you're not talking about the dead ops or smoking the op pack, then you're not really doing drill. Yeah, that's, that's, that's sad. That's sad. That's a, that's a real sad thing for me to see. I'm not going to hold you. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. But it's entertaining, so you know. I think you should try to commercialize your shit and keep rapping and try to publicize it. That's just my opinion, but my opinion don't really matter. Um, next thing, right? Next thing. So, what even like you see? Because you just mentioned Cliff Notes. I remember when I met y'all, y'all was a duo called Valid Victorians. Valid Victorians. You know what I mean? Y'all was. Don't even pause it, man. Nah, there's no pause. I was even trying to pause it. I was just trying to like help the people understand that it wasn't valedictorian the way you normally spell it. It was valid, like like valid, like salad, dictorian, like y'all. Okay, you know what I mean? So, (laughs) oh, (laughs) so what even lets you say like, all right, bro, Cliff, we're gonna start this group. We the only niggas on campus rapping, so let's make this group. Yeah, that's really what it was. (laughs) <laughs> nah, I, I would like to say that there was a lot of niggas rapping on campus. We was better than all them niggas. Okay. I ain't know nobody you know else rapping. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Nah, but uh what, what happened was mean? I was so this is going sound equally as cocky too, but it's facts. It's fine. I was so nice. 
with the poetry game that my name was like running bells up at the school <laughs> before I got there. And Cliff heard about me. These are all facts. And so he asked me to do a, a poem on one of his songs. Mm. Oh, so he was I doing did. music already too. Oh yeah. Okay. He had this song called, um, the song that I did with him was called Hold On and Listen. And mm -hmm. that song was completely done. All I did was put a poem on the end of it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people liked the song or whatever. And a couple times we like rapped a little bit. So he knew he ended up saying that I could rap. Mm -hmm. But at the time was a better song maker than me all around, even still to this day. So like I would spit, like he would make a song. I would come to the studio. I spit a verse. Mm -hmm. Then we made a whole mixtape. It was like, fuck it, we just gonna drop it. Yeah. Like everything came like kind of after the music. So like we made the music, then it was like, damn, we, we need a name. Nice, nice. Then, what's the shit? Hip story. Like, uh, mm -hmm. that's what we gonna call a mixtape. Mm -hmm. Nah, fuck it, that's the lifestyle. That's the that's the movement. All right, mm -hmm. cool. Then um after that, we came up with a second drum. And after that, I started getting more involved with like structuring the songs, but even still, like I would I would say it'll ever be like a max, like. 70 30 like 65 yeah. 35 like cliff is coming to me a chorus of bridge and he's just like yo i got this concept for a song write a verse, <laughs> verse. like word yeah 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 <laughs> yeah or i'll get in the studio and like i'll spit my verse and the track just keep running and i'll just start doing some stupid shit he's like yeah we're gonna keep that and they'll just move <laughs> somewhere else and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. All right, cool i'll rock with that um yeah and then you know, after that, I started doing shit like a little bit more on my own now. So yeah. I'd be like four or five years, I'll drop a song, you know what I'm saying? Like just for the fuck of it. But like, I got verses. You want to be Gerald Lachronka so bad, talking about every four or five years, you're going to drop a song. Uh -huh. I got I got equipment in here, but I don't fuck with people. I don't fuck with niggas. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I'm, I'm, I don't. I mean, I'm not spending bread for some shit I could do in my crib. And I'm not going to front like, well, five years ago, I sent Cliff some verses and they, you know, they sound quality and shit, but I ain't know what the fuck I was doing at all. It took me like months just to send mm -hmm. this nigga like three verses because mm -hmm. I know what I was doing. I was pressing buttons and if it worked, I recorded and then if it was a good take, I got to keep it. If not, I try a new date and it might not work. You gotta watch YouTube videos. Now I know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing to the point well, I could like engineer a session for myself, mm -hmm. but I, I'm not, I don't know how to mix. I don't know how to master. So that's the next shit. But that shit took me years, bro. Yeah. It took me years. And then by the time I fucking crack logic, by the time I go and buy it, cause I feel comfortable enough to buy it now because I done been on a fucking updated shit that I stole. I buy the shit and the whole shit different now, bro. Yeah, that's why. That's why I, I was like, yo, y'all niggas, but it's cool though. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna stick with it. But I'm like, I'm not gonna front. Like, if I wanted to do a session for myself, it's going, I could I could do it. I would love to be able to send it to somebody else to mix it and master. Mm -hmm. I'm not spending the bread on that. So it's gonna take me like shit. I'll probably have a mixtape out when I'm like 35. And why, I got why? I got the kid now too, so it's slowing I me up. You. I hear you. So, so um but so you just so you have no i don't know how to describe it because you have you clearly had desire you clearly want to do it 
but you're not wanting to put other people in the equation because you don't like people and you're not wanting to spend the money on people to do things because you want to do it yourself. I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't like people. Like, I've, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm half quoting you. You like, say you don't fuck with niggas. Yeah. I'm half quoting you. I don't fuck with just anybody. Like, if my if I could, like, say if I know somebody like you, you know what I'm saying? And, like, even if you don't know nothing about this shit, but you the type of nigga that understands how to do this, this, and this, or you you, you adept at it, I could show you the little bit that I know, mm-hmm. and you could do it. I would rather that. Like, even if it came out kind of whack, but you're going to get better at it quicker than mm. I, I would. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? But I'm not just finna do that shit with just anybody. Like yeah. this shit is in my crib, dog. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's 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 number one, and number two, like I'm not just gonna make anything. Like I don't want to just make anything. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna. If we gonna commercialize it, it still has to be a certain way. Like. I'm a teacher. That's yeah. number one. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, my kids be Googling my stuff. So it's not like I'm going to go all the way out and, like, make an educational rap song. But <laughs> it got to be right, bro. I got to be either anonymous with it mm-hmm. and, like, all the way anonymous or, like, halfway anonymous and, like, doing what I want to do a thousand percent. Okay. Should be, like, some like Lupe fiasco type shit. So are you um do you feel like you're on your journey in towards that or are you just hoping it happens? No disrespect either way, because I feel like the journey is sometimes like, oh, I'm not a journey, I'm already there. And um yeah, yeah. My camera would be, you know what I mean? My camera would be going to sleep on me. That should be creeping me out when they do that. But um I think it's like I think I'm trending towards it more than like not like. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't invest it a lot within over the pandemic and then like even last year. And I'm like working more at this stuff during breaks. I've been experimenting with making beats. So I have like that concept. I was about to, I was so about like, to ask even you if about, I got a tracked out beat. I was about to ask you because I saw you saw um on your SoundCloud you had some shit, Let Me Love You. Did you produce that or? Yeah, I produced that. That was the first joint I ever did. Nice. First joint. Nice. And I probably made like 10 joints after that. So but you I'm make, still you have, working you at make it. Him, that, you, that, like, huh? No, nah, I'm saying the fact that you even making beats is cool. And the fact that you even started making beats from scratch, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. But in the same. In the give, same audience, give him a round of applause. Give, give my son a round of applause for that audience because he's really, he's really do doing that. it, man. He's really, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They give applause, my guy. The Capricorn about to come out because this guy like got none of the zodiac. Always gotta be realistic. Like, if you're a real producer, you when you re- listen to the beat, you're gonna realize it's very simple. So for me, that's the beat. Was it the 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 thing that I want everybody to be like? Oh, I'm making beats. This beat is so impressive. For me, it's a proof of concept. Yeah. Like that's the main thing for me. It's to me. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not saying that's the most amazing beat I've heard, but from somebody who doesn't, who've never made beats, and then all yeah. of a sudden you're making beats. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That 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 like just as much as you think that's impressive, I needed to think that that was impressive for myself. Got it. Got you know it. what I'm saying? So I had to do it. I had mm-hmm. to, like if I just didn't, then I'd be like, 
and then be sitting here like questioning the other joints. I'm like, I like this. Let me put it out. Even if a couple people listen to it, I know somebody gonna hit me up and be like, what's this about? Yeah. I mean, you did that? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Even if they just say it's nice, I've made a nice beat. Who's to say I can't make a great beat after that? Like, I, yeah. I like, you know what I'm saying? The logic is there. So it'd be that for me too, like where it's like, I don't take time because I'm a perfectionist. I take time because I want it to be like a certain type of way. So you're a perfectionist? Um, <laughs> no, like I don't want it to be perfect. I want the experience to match like what I need to. Like it's not, for me, it's not, I damn, I'm about to go on some most deaf shit. Like, fuck the audience, nigga. Like, it's not for me. I'm I don't have a big audience, so that's not a part of it. For me. Mm-hmm. Like, the process of course. Is not a part of it. I mean, of course, any you're gonna have to like it first of anything you do. That's like a given, though. Exactly. So really, like, I could understand if a rapper had like a huge audience, a big fan base, they feel pr- pressure to do this to do that, and like, or like that's just naturally they are artists and they they want to do a lot like you know what i'm saying for me it's more so like all right unless until i come out with like the big major like debut i put my heart my soul my everything into this everything else in there in between there is like it's it's just proof of concept for me like it has nothing to do with nobody else so if i sit on a track and i spit a hundred bars straight is literally to prove to myself that I could do a track, spit a hundred bars. I put it out there. Somebody hit me up. Go, yeah, I did that. What you think? Oh, it's cool. I now remember that. And that's in my back pocket. But when I got to do it for real, for real, because right now it was like, you know what I'm saying? So so right now, let's get the analytics. Let's get the analytics. Correct. Let's see how many people listen to that beast, man. That beat um seventy seven. One of my hardest verses I ever spat in my life was on my homeboy Forte mixtape. On and on, that song that song got four hundred and nineteen listens on SoundCloud. They need to run it up. That's one of the hardest verses I ever spat. One of the hottest songs he got too. Okay, it's a fact. And you know what I'm saying my beats. The beat I got you talking about, bro. Seventy seven. Seventy seven. I'm like I can't even find it. No, thirty nine. Oh, okay. So, I'm not tripping. So it's yeah, why, yeah, because I'm saying if it's proof of concept, why does why you even yeah, look at analytics? Thirty nine. But you talk, you asked me about it. Some yeah. a couple other people asked me about it. So those is organic. Forty people in my life. Imagine, <laughs> imagine forty people in a room with you right now. That's a lot of niggas. Yeah, that's a lot of people to yeah. give me feedback to let me know. Yo, about bucket, about that bucket. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool. So more on the music track. Like, when was the last time you released something? Because I feel like the last things I heard was the. The super the super revolutionary issues part two. Yeah. This, this yeah. man this man released a part two to the track before releasing part one. Let me tell y'all that. And the end of the West Cravens rough draft. Um, I feel like you got bo- good reception on both of those. So yeah, yeah. And that was like two I, years ago. And you also had some. I don't know. Yeah. I, you had your name was featured on some cliff drops like two three years ago too. But I didn't. Yeah. I could I could identify your voice on it, so I didn't know which verse was yours or anything like that. Um, so that, that was some tricky, some tricky trickery, right? I don't know, like I think he had like a single version and then an album version. Mm. And I'm on the album version. Okay. But I'm also I don't spit a verse on his album at all. I'm I'm literally speaking throughout it. So like I connect songs together. I'm on his chorus. 
Um, so you you the host of the album? Like, I you feel like I gorilla, my nigga. I feel like I think it's about time we were back. Yeah, and you hear me in the background, like, I feel like I gorilla, my nigga. I feel like I gorilla, my nigga. Uh-huh. But uh, on the... Oh, yeah, that's my shit, though. Uh, you know when I was recording that shit, I was in here. Oh, you, you, felt like, you must have felt like one. Feel the me? Facts. And then uh, the track that he dropped, mm-hmm. I think it was Happy. Um, yeah, that's the one I'm, I'm talking on about. The, yeah, I'm on the end, okay. on the album version. Uh, I'm performing Genius Child by Langston Hughes. Okay. And I also want to add in that I'm a real nigga. So I told Cliff this to his face and I told him this years ago. Fucking hate that song. Let's move on. Um, okay. So, um, I'm about to play one of your songs. What's good? Let me play West Craven. Let me play West Craven for the people. <laughs> Sipping on gin like it's soda. Sipping on gin like it's soda. I get immobile. Sipping on immobile. I get immobile. Sipping on gin like it's soda. I get immobile, sipping on gin like it's soda. Uh. Alcoholism is bad. Show me. Drink agua. Drink water, you heard? I get immobile. The back blow a backbreaker, writing bad statements. Sensitive feminists, my sentence sentience. I'm God's godson, begotten and rotten from the dirt. This the gospel spoiler alert. I got the baby to spoil, and I'm going hard with the moms. No count. I got daisies to farm. I skipped the condom that would have saved me the harm. Good thing I don't regret what's in the grace of Allah. I guess whatever bless, not stress. Stay involved, not vexed. I play the wall of the party, don't need no introduction. My pinky face in the sky like I'm a pimp or something. I'm just here for the dubs, they be fronting for more digits. Poppy told me play the back, don't be fronting for horror bitches. Dang gang, they just roll into the store for us. Type of nigga selling soul for a small bonus. I'm opposite of the kids, I'm actually devoted. MVP of the league, I'm actually devoted. Is this a punchline? But they asking me for quotas. Or finding homes in the raps I wrote while being homeless. Shit ironic like Morris set. I'm close to bionic. Simply that mean mo connect, so show respect. My skin glowing and I'm smoking less. Then you can see me blunt the blunt. Then you smoking what I don't suggest. Many people tell me the style is terrific. The boogies where I get it. Since I was a little nigga. And still do it for the youth on stoops. 40s cavitating my tooth. Nana said you ain't escaping your roots. I'm Larry Davis neighbor where I'm claiming. Somehow I never left a pig crack a brainless officer. Please don't disturb my session. I'm in a cipher with my ancestors protection. I'm raising the stakes, it's like I'm bench pressing. Skinny nigga, very known for the chin checking. I don't know much, but I know a chrome smith. Making a donut, a lot of niggas hating on me, it's just making me focus. Pump police just wanna make me a poster, I know it, make me a mural. And these niggas just making a quota. I'm too bold, like when doves cry, I sleep with one eye. My brother got the tent, he like the sun vibes. We speak it sublime, so when the sun shine, a star like me, a glisten off the door eye. Call me Big Papa, I'm feeling kinda honored from them. I feel banks like I'm raising Tatiana in them. It seems we need some deep music for the streets, right? Trap rappers rapping backwards on the beat, right? What up? Okay. Are you listening? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was Wes Craven. 
by Casper on SoundCloud. I don't know if that's a secret name or not. So my forefathers just, you know what I mean? Nah, identity that's, that's my childhood name, bro. Yeah. I named myself that in like third grade. Nobody saw me. I'm so invisible. Nobody even see me. <laughs> it wasn't even that deep. I don't even know why I named myself <laughs> that shit. Real shit. No, nobody called me that but me. Real shit. Because you were some light scare, you might as well be a ghost, bro. That's what it is. That's why I'm rocking with Casper. That's funny. Um, so again, inspirations. You okay? You said you were just thought you was nice at it, but who's your favorite rappers or all that? Like you have, or you just nearly two times. That that wasn't happen no more, my guy. That was a, <laughs> that was a, a that was a lost error. That mm. was like passing time. You know what I mean, that's fair enough. Top five. If that's I do easy. if I do something, I'm gonna do the DJ Khaled. I'm a I'm a do a VV mixtape. And get all Wait, my this bitch. yeah, get all my people on it. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a fake um name. I'm gonna have a verse, but everybody gonna have a something on it. That's all I'm gonna do. DJ Khaled style. Do you just straight mixy? Do you can make that happen? I know I can make it happen. Mixy, bro, for real. Like I'm not mixy. No, you just told me you was all in these poetry scenes, and those are the most mixy people ever. Bro, you know everybody. Stop it. What's the craziest? Oh, speaking before I ask you about your hip hop, what's the craziest um venue you performed in? Like, what's the Apollo. Big, Apollo? You performed at Apollo. That's dope. Twice. Twice. You felt like the My, that that in the New Amsterdam theater. I don't know. What's I mean, the, that's where they were showing like fucking like one of them shits like it's either Aladdin or Lion King. One of them shits. Mm. That shit was huge. But Apollo, Apollo is is scary. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to a show at the Apollo, bro. That shit looks scary. Oh, it's yeah. like it's narrow, bro. And it's high, like mm. it's high up there, bro. That shit was scary. I didn't like that shit. You feel like the, you feel like the man after is that why you cocky? You feel like yeah, I made it. I'm an Apollo nigga. Nobody's seen it. I've been an Apollo twice. Some people have been Apollo once. No cap. My dad performed at the Apollo. This is real shit. Shout out like, Chaz. You heard? Shout out Chaz. Any nigga, any person that's ever performed at the Apollo, you already know in the back, they got people who sign the wall and shit right before you go on stage, you touch mm-hmm. his stump and shit. Like, yo, nigga, I saw Michael Jackson sign his name, bro, on the wall, bro. I'm going to go on stage, That's nigga. a random that's person, bro. That's Nobody, name, nigga. Michael Jack can't do that, nigga. That was somebody else. Like, I know, nigga, that was Michael Jackson. How, how you know it was he? How you know it was he? So first of all, nah, 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 nah. let's keep it a sec. So I don't know if he was the one that signed the wall, right? But you know he touched the stump, nigga. Okay. You know he touched the stump. And I touched the stump. Hey, yo. Come on, man. I'm that nigga, <laughs> bro. I felt it. Like, and you can't fuck up. Like, after you do that, and you touch the stump, and you on stage, like, you can't fuck up. Like, that was number one. Like, I felt all the black niggas around me, like, bro. Don't fuck up, bro. They'll boo, they'll boo, boo, tomato, tomato, tomato you up there. I don't know what it would be for like another black person that's not a like, you know, like a black American or whatever, but like I felt the Negro spirituals over me like, nigga, you could fuck up anywhere else, but not here, not today. Before you stutter, get the fuck up the stage, nigga. And if you get the fuck up the stage, we still gonna violate you. But you was never like a, um, or somebody to pause, choke, or forget your verses, or to stutter from my from my perspective, at least. I never yeah. seen that. I did it probably like two, three times the whole time I've ever performed. I put I, I practice a lot, bro. Did it my first time, <laughs> huh? <laughs> so I, I did it my first. I did it my first time. 
Oh yeah. Now I used, I used to practice a lot because uh-huh. I don't, I got the my speech is weird, so I gotta make sure like certain words don't have my like pause my mouth in a certain position. So nah, I change nah, nah. words out, and the only way I could do that is by spitting it and hearing it. So yeah, I would yeah, just yeah. keep. You know what I'm saying? As you should. Let's do. Mm-hmm. Certain shit you just gotta like. I'm doing too much trying to say this line. What are the words that I could take out? Yeah. The. And you got to listen and all that. So you got to already account for yeah, all that. All exactly. That shit, you know I mean? And you yeah. got, and like you from Baltimore. So like y'all got the, ew, y'all got that type of shit going on. So you got to really manage how you speak. I get it. I get it, bro. Bro, your forehead looking real big today, bro. What's going on, man? Um, my hairline is not receding. Bro, Jojo, Jojo, bro. What's going on, man? My hairline not receding, bro. I mean, like, you know everything. I see your hairline receding, bro. You see your forehead? Just because you got a little... Joey, because you got this little joint in front of it, don't mean your forehead not receding, my guy. Like we see that. But, but my thing is, my thing is, why I see the white, this shit is changing colors in the back. So I know your shit got pushed back now. You know what I'm saying? And it look like you got a vein protruding coming down your motherfucking. It do, I do. Shit. I do. Like you got a foot. Yeah, because I need a lot of blood up there in my brain. I be thinking a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, I need, I need that. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? You look, you look lonely. That's what you look like. I'm not, bro. I'm, I'm all the company I need. <laughs> I'm all the company I need. Lonely how? That's what it is, man. I know what it is. I know what it's like. You know what I mean, I know. Like, I got you, man. Um, back to music. When we can get, when, when can we expect your next thing, next project, next song? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, why are you playing with the people? You have all 37 of your people who want to hear that. Stop playing. You died, bro. My mama count, bro. Count my mama. Um, I don't know. Try <laughs> to answer. Let's see. Probably, probably. Um, because I'm doing. I'm. I'm actually work. Like I said, I'm working on this little shit with like Black History Month. I'm sending out a letter, so I might just record the free write. Because mm-hmm. the way the free write is coming, out, it's coming out more like spoken wordish, anyway. Mm-hmm. And I also feel a certain type of way about mailing niggas a free write. And never having it myself. We got <laughs> like, day, we got eighteen days left, my guy. So I don't know, like, it go. Remember that. Anyway, like, you know, what I'm saying the the post office got eighteen days left. That's what the fuck we really talking about. Again. They got eighteen days. Left. So I'm probably like, you know, what I'm saying that might be it. But even still, like I'm looking at the shit right now, like the poem that I'm writing right now is an anti-poem. It's an anti-poem about not giving a fuck. It's a poem about not wanting to write a fucking poem. Niggas like that, bro. What's going to be the excitement? Just like, I don't know what I be going through, bro. Everything got to be artistic. Everything got to be. That's cool, though. That's dope. Um, I got a topic I want to talk about. I didn't ask you nothing, so that's my, I'm playing. I like yo. See, I was testing you, bro. I was testing you, like who show? Who fucking show is this? Man? This is the VV, not the Tyreek. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. Nah, I wanted to talk about Isaiah Rashad. You want to talk about the baby? I don't know what about rap. I don't know. What you're <laughs> I was trying to talk about the trade deadline, man. Let's talk about the trade deadline. <laughs> the trade. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but now nah, I was that as what you know what I'm saying was curious about some of the some of the moves like what you think about them you know what I'm saying because everybody's shitting on the sixes for picking out hearted and I don't know how I feel about it 
Um, it sounds great to me. It's a win-win-lose-lose kind of thing to me. You know what I mean? I feel like both sides did what they had to do. So mm-hmm. Ben Simmons wasn't going to touch the ball in Philly. So they said, all right, bro, like you want to go, you want to go. Yeah. James, James Harden, everybody can tell he did not want to be in Brooklyn. Whether it's the Kyrie thing, whether it's like the inconsistency, he didn't want to be in Brooklyn. That's just a fact of the matter. So Daryl Murray always gave him the loosest leash ever, made him run free when he was in Houston. So it made sense for him to go to a place where there's like some consistency in basketball. Um, Doc Rivers definitely not just going to run him ISO every game. So yeah. I feel like Doc Rivers made MB look better than MB is nice, but I think Doc yeah, made him Doc Rivers made him even better crazy. by the way he's using him. So I feel like Doc Rivers could do that for Harden too. Yeah, I mean absolutely. We talking about. I mean, I'm talking about like Harden and the Capella connection. That shit was amazing. So. And B to compare and B to Capella is like <laughs> like he can do way more than rim run, you know what I mean? From my the, from thing about it is like I understand people get mad like oh yeah, give up Seth Curry, but like um you know what I'm saying? You still got not, Tyree, Tyree's bucket. He not. Stuck. You still got Danny. You know what? Never mind. You still got. <laughs> what now, happened to the man? I, I would I say know. the 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 Sixers did give up a lot. But how? In all fairness, though, in all fairness, like Daryl can't act like that because when he, because they gave up, like the Rockets took in a lot when they gave up Harden that first time. You know what I mean? But they, so, I don't feel like they gave up a lot, bro. I think I mean they gave up. Okay, Steph Curry, he's not Steph, but he's still dead nice. Exactly. You know I mean? Steph, but he's still dead nice. They gave up Drummond. You can say what you want about Drummond, whatever. Um, we really bitch about Andre Drummond. They gave up um Ben Simmons. Um okay. they gave up somebody else too. They gave up somebody else. I think else. they gave up some picks and some shit. Yeah, I mean, look. That's cool. Who gives a fuck? You got James Harden and, and Paul Millsap on the Saints. Ew. The Sixers got Paul Millsap too. They I got feel like I feel like yo, I feel like Paul Millsap. I feel bad for him because he really played ball in a black hole where that nigga was super duper fucking nice, and then he's been super duper fucking trash. My nigga, and it's like nobody ever remembers this, this nigga was super duper nice because nobody gave a fuck when he was super duper nice. Cause you know what I'm saying, he wasn't I doing shit. Wasn't I don't think money. I don't think his bank account feel bad for him though. That's the thing. So uh, of course, I mean, you know, I don't know how they be spending their money. I know how I would. That's the biggest. I mean, I guess that's the big. And for Ben Simmons, I feel like that's great for the Nets. Feel me? Because, Absolutely. Because exactly. you can you can say what oh you don't he don't sue whatever maybe. Let's say if Kyrie is playing all the games, that's yeah. great. If Kevin Kyrie Durant is Kevin Durant, out, Kevin KD Durant is Kevin Durant. Durant. All you need, every- I, I I'm jacking. They should play him center. Ben Simmons, like you know what I mean. Nah. Then, he could be point center. They don't need none of that. He can against who the Bucks. <laughs> Stop it. Kyrie don't want to be point guard anyway. But you gonna put Ben down there with with, with Giannis and, and and what they just went and got Serge. Ben could guard both. I mean, I don't know about Giannis, but he can go. He can guard Serge for he sure. He can guard both of them niggas at the same time, nigga. <laughs> niggas he, well, okay, so they okay, so they play him at the four, but they can't have him. Be, I mean, he could play point, I guess, but I think you gotta have been at the point down it down there. You gotta have Kyrie at the two. 
What I'm saying is, if Ben is not guarding Giannis, then it's Claxton and Blake Griffin. Those are the those are the, those are the next. Man. Sorry, Claxton and Aldridge. Those are the next biggest players. But Drummond, they got Drummond now. Oh, they got Drummond now. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they act. They actually good on the summer side. They good. Yeah, yeah, they good. Yeah. I forgot about Drummond. Damn, yeah, this nigga go put that nigga on his neck. Giannis gonna put that nigga Drummond on his neck. Giannis, yo, I, I'm. It's funny. Nobody want to pay attention to Giannis because it's like. You know what I'm saying? They I think, about I him. think they go to the finals again and he might very well win again. Yeah, but I'm just saying like him personally because they talked so much about him for all the years even when he wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even when he wasn't that good, they took... But it's like, yo, it's scary, bro. This nigga really gonna be this good for, for a while. long fucking time, my nigga. And he's starting to develop a shot now. Like it's scary, bro. It's scary, like... I'm like... Hey, 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 hey. Get him kid wildin' in the background. Hey, get him kid wildin' in the background now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know y'all not in that toilet. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Um, yeah, nah, this shit is ecstatic. That like, shit way more interesting than bum-ass baseball that you be watching, but maybe not. The I don't watch baseball no more, man. <laughs> I don't like men's no more. <laughs> Why you said that? that was the craziest? That video was wild. <laughs> That's for one of these niggas. I don't remember who it was. I don't like men's no more. I can't remember. That's one of them, them um Vine TikTok niggas. I don't but, know. Um, I'm not really a TikToker. <laughs> now nah, the kings got better. Um, that was crazy. Everybody gonna remember, everybody gonna watch this and be like, yo, why he said that? Anyway. I don't like men. They're gonna know what I'm talking about. They're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but they go like, oh, they not. I don't know. I don't know. Your audience is real niggas. They might be like, hey, yo. yo, that nigga gay, son. You watch your shit. No <laughs> nigga was cool, son. With the raps and shit. That nigga most. I get that nigga out of here. Be. The um the kings. They ain't, college have, they ain't has to do that though. They ain't has to get rid of Halliburton. I don't understand that. I feel like. Yeah, you're right. hundred percent. I don't understand. <laughs> that nigga's nice. Like I feel like they're gonna regret that. Like the king should have regretted losing fucking Malcolm Brogdon. You know what I mean? If if the kings never traded Boogie, who knows what happens? Like maybe maybe he doesn't hurt his knee. Nah, everybody forget. Nah, bro, Boogie was the best son in the league at one point, bro. Everybody yeah, forget damn. that. Like best, yeah. ever, like. He was doing what Embiid is doing now, but back yeah, before. Monster like, numbers, bro. This like, huge, big-ass nigga, bro. And he was running the break sometimes by himself, bro. Like, mm-hmm. And arguing the ref getting kicked out every game. I'm not going to hold you down. I'm going to say this statement now because I'm a Knicks fan. But I think the Blazers is a worse organization than we are. I, th- I think they are. Say it. Just uh, say it. The Knicks, I think... Honestly, I feel like people overreact on the Knicks. Um, nah, aside, Julius Randle, I don't. I never thought that. I thought he's overrated all the time when they was giving him all that praise last year. Um, mm-hmm. But aside from that, the way the organizations run, they told like they said what they was gonna do. They said, "Yo, we're not gonna do some splashy big free agency joint. We're gonna really take this year by year and see where we go." They did well last year. This year, the team is not doing so well, but. If you look at the way the East is, it's like, bro, the East is beast right now. And nobody's talking about that. Everybody used to be like, oh, the West is so much. The East is wilding right now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for a team like the Knicks that was mediocre playoff team last year to get back in the playoffs. 
You know what I mean? But I feel like I don't I think like they're as good. trash as they've been. They're not as trash as they've been before these last few years. You know what I mean? They, I feel like they. We we bet, but but in the same level, just as trash because we got so much talent. It's like a waste of potential is just as bad as like you know what I'm saying. Reaching your potential. Who's so much talent besides RJ? Who's a major? Who's all the talent? You crazy? Don't disrespect. I can go down the line. Okay. Players that, that let is know. like. Let me go by the don't 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 line. All right, you feel me? So you think you think uh Julius Randle's not a starter? He is a starter. Is he what is he on another team? Not a is he a franchise player? No. Absolutely not. There's there's no franchise players on the Knicks. I'm not gonna say RJ is the closest I'm, thing. And he's and he's not even a star. Not yet. So you feel me? This is what his third year. RJ, RJ got the highest ceiling, and even that I feel like he don't because he don't got no moves. And I've been saying that shit for years. The nigga got no moves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He don't got no moves. You know what I'm saying? But um, man, you quickly, bro. That's a star. Man, you quickly star? could be a star, bro. If he gets, he's like a, he has a same ceiling as Tyrese Maxey. He could be a Luwell. He could be, yeah. He's a bucket. You got Obi. Obi a rim runner. He could play defense. <laughs> I feel like the Knicks is full of role players right now. I mean, yeah, and that, and even that is not as trash as they used to be. They, they have, they full solid role players. What what I'm trying to say is this, right? LeBron said it best when he was like, "The league is in a better place when the Knicks is good, right?" Yeah, and like I think what the NBA tried to do was 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 give the Knicks that silent. No, well, not even a silent, but like the big notion, like, yo, if y'all do well, we will reward y'all. That's why this nigga got coach of the year this, with the same roster that they're doing trash with this, this year. This, he never got that reward last this, year. This, this whole the, the NBA be the Knicks. The league is not this whole the league. I don't think the league gave them nothing. Like this is not this is they, th- they shouldn't have got the tip shouldn't have got the coach of the year last year. Who you talking who, about? That the, the league didn't give them that. The coaches wrote for that. Nigga, it's a this whole is other, panel. Of this is other coach. This is other coaches saying like, "Yo, he's the coach of the year." So a nigga ain't gonna vote for himself. I'm the coach of the year, motherfucker. Of course, I vote for my. I don't think they allowed to. Maybe because gave him that shit. Them niggas is in the league. They got interest in the league. What are you gonna talk about? You telling me that there's a fucking block called the league, and this nigga gotta say so? No, it is a connection of people that um, all have If that was the case, the Knicks would have made the playoffs every year, and it would have been done well, because the league does well when the Knicks do well. I'm, I'm, nigga, yes and no. Because I'm saying that it's not in their interest to give a fuck about what the league wants to do. If they're gonna sell t- if James Dolan's gonna sell tickets regardless, he's not cooperating or collaborating. I, I, think, I think James Dolan has... Improved and staying the hell away from the team. Mm-hmm. I think the Knicks are, at the end of the day, they're on. This is probably an off year for them, but I don't think it's as bad as it has been in the past. And I yes, feel like it is bad. I feel bad. like we got Fournier, bro. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't be Four, this below five. Fournier give you thirty on you against the Celtics. That's the thing. Yeah, it play against one team, bro. Y'all be watching this shit, yo. Watching the Knicks make me want to play 2K, bro. I'm like, yo, Fournier get the ball. He don't shoot. He wait for the nigga to come. And then this nigga fucking 
Julius Randle, bro, like I, I know, I know that he's just a petty nigga. Like you could see it in his body language. Like he really drive and kick everything. And he throw the ball with so much force that it's like, catch it, motherfucker. And he trying to prove a point that these niggas can't shoot. That's his holy point. It's like, you know what I'm saying? His only point is, I'll put the ball right in the hand. They ain't making the shot. It's not my fault. The next... Like, so corny, man. It makes uh, me bad. I think the next... Um, all right, so if the goal is to make the playoffs, yeah, they're just as bad as every other year, right? But from the way I'm watching the games and the way I'm seeing things play out, it's not as like mal- it's not it doesn't look like malpractice anymore. I should say, like it used to look like malpractice and it does not look like as such anymore. Um, they have nobody who's tradable. Like, don't Hawks beat us like that now, bro. They have for the second round, bro. It would have been bad. And, and the Hawks improved, and y'all didn't. That's the sad part. Nah, the Hawks didn't improve that much. They doing they okay now? You know what I mean, they only okay. Because you know what I'm saying. Well, my only thing with the Knicks is that y'all <laughs> y'all traded right. Y'all got Kemba Walker, and I get that Kemba can't guard anybody on the face of Earth, but I don't think they should have like buried him in the bench like that. I don't really understand the narrative. It's the same. It's the same mellow narrative, bro. That be going on in the NBA where they just look at an old nigga and they just go, "Yo, he washed," in the fucking like Twitter sphere. Like it's not even that. about it's not even about that. You watch Kemba is not doing what he did on the Hornets. That's what people want him to do. But the yeah, team is not also not built 31. around him no more. He's 31, 32, and he can still get a bucket. Yeah. I like, feel like what, 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 this the, the old nigga said, man, the game is about buckets, man. Fuck. You know, them games, like what well, well, the difference between the Nets and the Lakers all year long at the beginning of the year. Was the Nets wasn't playing no defense. The Lakers wasn't playing no defense, but the Nets was outscoring, and the Lakers yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It, well, buckets, bro. And fuck, if you're not gonna get no buckets, it's like man, niggas always talk that shit. Defense wins championships. Kyrie's bucket over fucking Steph Curry won a championship, nigga. Fucking Ray Allen's three in the corner took him to overtime that eventually wins championship. You know what I'm saying? LeBron block on Iggy had nothing to do. Lob to, to Shaq. Huh? LeBron's block on Iggy had nothing to do with it. It did have something to do with it. It was 0-0, zero, zero, nigga. If niggas is playing defense, 0-0. Zero, zero. Buckets. This is what I'm trying to say. You got it. It's like the defense is important. Don't get me wrong. But there's a Because if Buckets win game, you got to, if Buckets wins game, you got to stop the other team from getting Buckets too. No, but you're not understanding what I'm saying. You're not getting what I'm saying, right? There's very few niggas in the world that could have hit that shot that Kyrie hit over Steph Curry, right? And is Kyrie Irving a premier fucking defender? Absolutely not. By no stretch of the imagination. And nonetheless, it's even Steph Curry? Fuck no. Steph Curry played amazing defense right there. You feel me? And what happened? It's about buckets, my nigga. You got to get a bucket. Every nigga, defense ain't shit, but playing with your fucking heart and knowing the rules, my nigga. So, so, 
so it's a lot of instincts involved, but when these niggas is in the finals, it's like these niggas is in the race. They driving 90 miles per hour. Their instincts is already on 10, a little bit higher than what it normally would be. So, so fuck all that. You got to get a bucket. So with Kemba, he can't. So you say he can still get a bucket. He can still get buckets. Absolutely. Absolutely Kemba can still get a bucket. He so, that. Yeah. So you say it's not about defense, but is he getting more buckets than the person he has to guard every night? It don't matter. Hide him on the defense. There's How does it not matter? How does it not matter? How does it Hide not matter? Put huh? him in the corner. Put him in the corner. Play zone, man. What are you talking about? There's always a driving kick. That's all the NBA is predicated on. So if you're going to have somebody in the corner, regardless, tell Kimba just stay on the person in the corner, no matter who it is. Is Kimba stopping that person in the corner even? It don't matter. He can play the pass, and if that person catches the pass, How he's still he, there. He's not gonna reach to the pass. He's not gonna reach the pass that he playing. He bro, <laughs> so you just just got the man, man. Stay on the man. You feel me? Fuck the fact. Stay on the man. Put your hands up. Keep your hands up. And if the man try to drop baseline, we the big man got to rotate. It's like I'm not saying he don't deserve to play, but I'm saying that he. I understand why they feel like he can't guard anybody to save his life, but I think he deserves to be on the basketball court still. Bro, and they know this. The thing about it, too, is that, like... And he's been getting Kimba, a little burning. They, they like Kimba. Niggas fuck with Kimba. But Kimba on the low is like a Kyle Lowry in the sense that, like, he could draw a lot of fouls, mm. like a lot of charges and type shit. He's, like, real pesky in that sense. So I could see it on the other side. Niggas is putting pain on him. And and it see you know what I'm saying it because he's little like it, it probably don't even be like that for other niggas like niggas do that shit to Pat Bev don't even do that that much because Pat Bev is known to be that type of person so they're not putting that pressure on him I they would, probably see him but they like nah shoulder but even <laughs> those even those comparisons oh, no. like even those comparisons Pat Bev could hold his own more defensively than Kemba can. Um, yeah. so, so can Kyle and, and Kyle, Kyle Lowry. I'm jacking that he's he's scoring better than Kemba is right now. Um, you can't injured. say that because Kemba ain't played enough. okay. Yeah, I don't think that's fair. You can't say that because Kemba ain't played enough, but I will say Kyle Lowry is fat, so it's not fair. He's supposed to be his body's built for defense, man. He a fat, skinny, nigga, bro. Once he yeah. retired, bro, you already know he, he going Charles Barkley on y'all, niggas. he gonna blow up. Yeah. Well, okay. Facts. Um, what else you want to talk about, bro? Since it's your show now, go ahead. Tell me what you. What else you want to talk about? Yo, man, welcome to the titties and and tribulations. The TT podcast. TT podcast, nice, man. nice. Um, you saw you saw you was an educator, so tell me about these kids. After these kids, like, tell me about you these really kids. Really at nine o'clock on a Thursday night. I want to talk about the youth. Them absolutely. Tell me about these kids, bro. Like, what are you teaching cool, them? Bro. Do you think they, they like cool. you? Like, are they gonna? Do they have a future? Or is it worth it going every day? Is it just for the pay? You be one of the teachers say, "I'm gonna get paid anyway." <laughs> so y'all, y'all gotta do this work if y'all don't want to. I really be teaching, bro, but in the same vein, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's cool like that. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of free time and shit like that. But, you know, I teach sixth grade uh, English mm-hmm. at a school near you. And it's cool. I like it. I love it, man. You be telling them to rap and write poetry too or not? Um, no. I haven't really got around to that yet because it's really been just straight academic. 
Mm. Having me at the time for that was a pandemic, you know what I'm saying? Are you are you like, really are you really bound by that curriculum or you so you can do you have any freedom in the classroom? Like because I hear teachers complain a lot. So I get a lot of freedom, bro. I do where I go, I get a lot of freedom. Because you talk shit. Okay. Yeah, uh you decide to be I'm a black so. I'm a black male teacher that it comes with a lot of clout. It comes with a lot of disrespect though, so I'm not gonna hold mm. you. Mm. But it also comes with a lot of like he a black man. He know he know. Nah, no, no, no. It's not that at all. That's that's the fuck shit that come with it. Is like why these kids like him so much. What he in there doing? Uh, like nigga, they like me because they, they ain't never seen a black nigga here ever. They like yo, what's good, bro? But the the other side of it that's cool is that like you black, you feel me, your nigga. So they like, what do you think the kids would like to learn about? And you're, I, you a know, nigger, you're a nigger too. Yeah, you grew up being yeah, a nigger. Really change a lot of different stuff. Like you eat watermelon too. So we serve. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, yeah, I'll be, bro. I'll be telling them, bro. Like y'all, y'all really racist on a whole nother level. You have no idea. Like, you have no idea, bro. Like the shit that y'all say, the things that y'all do, just lets me know that y'all not even interested in getting to know black people at all. Because black people ain't. Uh, I'm, um, you know what I'm saying? You know, education is like very leftist right now. You know what I'm saying? Like the leftist agenda everywhere. And I, I I rock with it for some levels. I don't know. I'm not on no side. Like whatever makes sense to what the fuck I'm doing, living life, I'm with it. You feel me? But it'd be like, it'd be the whole encompassing thing of it. I'm like, y'all don't really understand that, that at least from my upbringing, black people by and large, are very conservative, son. Like, y'all be talking about shit like, oh, it's middle school. Like, we need to teach these kids like how to wear condoms and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask their parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 with, that, with that topic in particular, I just know what was going on in my middle school. And mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's ever too early to start having like educated, like, you know what I mean? Sex health conversations. I, don't, I agree with that too. I agree. My thing is more so the In automatic assumption that like that because black niggas need it, we gotta provide it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like some of the things that we already have. Also, there's a lot of shit that we lacking, but also it's like you got a responsibility to get the community involved. You can't just be sitting over here making decisions because of what you think black life is. Mm. Like, yo, we about to have a, a canned food drive. For who? <laughs> who, like, what? So y'all just randomly go, go ask people for cans and who you gonna give it to? Students, they need it. <laughs> like, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, y'all different, man. Like, like people really different. I support it, but I don't support it. Okay. Um... Does your parents' income um, influence your teaching or vice versa? Or have any effect? Or do you be like, shit, I got my kid at home. I don't got time to worry about this kid's life, blah, blah, if they can't I guess I'll say it's like, yeah, it's like one hand washes the other type shit. Okay. Because I don't yell at none of my kids. And I don't yell at my kid. Mm. I'm pretty understanding at home. Pretty understanding in the classroom. Mm. Like, the worst shit is that's going to happen is you're going to hear my voice. That's it. Mm. And I'm in here telling you and breaking down like to the to the T like why what you did 
wasn't what you should have been doing. The worst shit is gonna happen on both levels. So it's like mm-hmm. that's pretty what pretty much what I take it there. Like I really get the kids to understand like when they fuck up, I make it about me. I don't care what it's about. I be like, yo, y'all left this classroom in my mess. I had to clean it up. I spent 14 oh, hours oh, cleaning. Oh, you're a guilt tripper type parent type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I make it everything about me. Everything about me and everything about the community. Terrible. Terrible. I got to, bro. Somebody got to. It's called community restoration. <laughs> you making it about you? That's not community. Now, I'm a part of community, dog. Yes, you are. I asked him, I asked him I said, if you don't clean something up, and she don't clean nothing up. And you come in here, it's clean. Who cleaned it up? All right then. Do I deserve that? Hell no. Don't do me like that. Sorry, Mr. Me. Green. And real shit. But it clearly don't work because I got to say that every day. But they, it's a fact. They be throwing they papers and shit at you or not? Nah, nah. nah they, they don't disrespect. They be throwing papers at each other while I'm teaching them. <laughs> That'd be hurting me. That be hurting you. Yeah, hurt my soul. Why? Cause, bro, I'm like, yo, I demand undivided attention. <laughs> I demand undivided attention. You feel me? Heard you. Heard you. Oh, hold on, real quick. My daughter's knocking on my door, real quick. This is about to be the end of the podcast anyway, y'all. Um, yeah. I can talk to myself a bit because I'm here by myself now. So, um, yeah, I can just continue to fill the space. I'm not even going to pause it. I'm not even going to delete this. I'm just continue to talk to myself until you come back. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell him that it's over when he come back because um, clearly he has a job to do. Um, yeah. Would you yeah. talk to trash, bro? I was talking to myself, bro. I was just telling niggas, like, I was going to tell you that it's over because you got a job to do right now. So, oh, word. Yeah. Well, you already know. It's been real, bro. Appreciate yeah, it. Word. I enjoyed this, man. I appreciate you for having me. Of Shout out to all the mother co-hosts. They fronted on me. They don't love me, man. It's because I'm nah, black. They ain't want nah, to have an educated conversation, man. They want to Nah, about. bro. Niggas be having educated conversations. Why You, know, you lost the pencil, though, but... Um, I'm just trying to violate y'all, man. I'm just trying yeah. to violate I'm going to start my own podcast, though, for real. And yeah. I'm going to have them all. I'm going to have y'all on my podcast. Just say less. Yeah. Say less. Or you can join the VV podcast. I don't know. Whatever. But... Um... It's going to be about Isaiah Rashad. That's what's going to be about. <sighs> okay. What, what about what about Isaiah Rashad? Cancelled or not? Nah. Okay, that's interesting. I say or not, nah, but you know, I say nah. that's the real PC answer that I'm supposed to give anyway. So I say we should cancel the front facing camera because that <laughs> is that shit is that shit is triggered. I don't have enough perspective because I ain't see it, but yeah. I feel like you should only be able to use the back facing camera. And I also just feel like you just y'all niggas just need to stop filming yourself having sex altogether. What are you doing it for? Why are we doing this? Unless you're a porn star, that's your life. Don't do it. But secondly, don't ever start a video on the front camera and then you flip it to the back camera. That shit is illegal, man. That shit is illegal. Wise words for the wise. Wise words yeah, from yeah. father, author, poet, rapper, 
um, Paul Robeson type of multifaceted human being. I, I think Paul Robeson was a. I ain't gonna violate him. I was about to call him a bitch, but I don't know. Probably, I don't know who Paul probably. Robeson is like that. Don't 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 compare me to niggas. Nobody. So my bad, bro. You just Tyree Green in the. Me flesh. Billy three times. You heard me? Your hand. <laughs> Facts. Nobody be. Everybody be wolfing. Nobody. Be, there's no like. How come there's no like horse rappers? Like they got the DMS, but they don't got the. That's a whole conversation for another day. But Facts. yeah, it's episode twenty-one of the VV podcast. First episode twenty twenty-two. We had um best guests of the year so far. <laughs> um, you the first one of the year, so uh, yeah, that's um, appreciate you, bro. We soon chop it up. I bet, my G. I appreciate you, man. 